Welcome back to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshke, your host, and I have my two beautiful guests back with me on the second half of the show, and it is Che Spencer and Lana Seibert with Mercygate Ministries, and we've been talking about the mercy and the grace and the love of God and how that Billy Graham uh, went home to be with the Lord, and he's he's gotten his reward. He's fully alive, and, um, and wow, I can imagine that man's reward. But he preached the love of God, the love of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. And he preached a, a message of repentance because that's how you get it, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, but just the love of God. And um, wow, if there was ever an example, yeah. it would be Billy Graham. Amen. Other than Jesus. <laughs> Jesus first. <laughs> Jesus first and foremost. <laughs> but uh, these ladies have been talking about uh, what God is having them do. And we're going to get back into that in a moment. But first of all, I want to read to you a very, very familiar uh, passage of scripture about the Good Samaritan. You know, I think we're, I know that we are called to be Jesus with skin on. We're to be his hands and his feet and his mouth. And I'm going to read this out of the message so it'll sound a little different. This is Luke chapter 10, starting with verse 25. Just then a religion scholar stood up with a question to test Jesus. Teacher, what do I need to get eternal life? He answered, what's written in God's law? How do you interpret it? He said that you love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and muscle and intelligence. I love that. Amen. Wow, what if we all love God with all of our passion, mm-hmm. our prayer and muscle and intelligence? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what you girls are doing with the work that you're doing. <laughs> and that you love your neighbor as well as you do yourself. Good answer, said Jesus. Do it and you'll live. Looking for a loophole. Uh, don't we do that sometimes? <laughs> we try to bargain with God. He asked, and just how would you define neighbor? I can just imagine he said it with a little, <laughs> just how would you define a neighbor? Jesus answered by telling a story. There was once a man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. On the way, he was attacked by robbers. They took his clothes, beat him up, and went off leaving him half dead. Luckily, a priest was on his way down the same road. But when he saw him, he angled across to the other side. Then a Levite, religious man, showed up. He also avoided the injured man. A Samaritan, now a Samaritan was not even, they were considered unclean, and the Jews would not have anything to do with them. They wouldn't even touch them. A Samaritan, traveling the road, came on him. And when he saw the man's condition, his heart went out to him. He gave him first aid, disinfecting and bandaging his wounds. Then he left him. Then he lifted him onto his donkey, led him to an inn, and made him comfortable. In the morning, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take good care of him. If it costs any more, put it on my bill. I'll pay you on my way back. (laughs) What do you think? Which of the three became a neighbor to the man attacked by the robbers? The one who treated him kindly, the religion scholar responded. Jesus said, Go and do the same. Ladies, I've, if I've ever heard of someone doing this in today's world, that would be you guys at Mercygate Ministries. Thank you for saying because that. Because it's true. Because if, you know, the, the religious men, the ones that had God and were charged with teaching God and showing God, they went around him. They crossed by the other side. I can imagine them you just turning their glance away. So they didn't have to see the issue. 
They didn't want to have to deal with it because I believe they didn't want to give their time, their money, and they didn't want to get messy. messy. The man's yeah. bleeding. The man's beat up. Yeah. Right? And so they decided to take a different route and remain religious, mm -hmm. remain everything looking in order, mm -hmm. everything looked good, but yet they walked around this man and they just left him there. He was half dead. The priest did it. He angled across the other side. The Levite, which is the religious man, he avoided the injured man. What on earth would have happened if someone had avoided my injury? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm just so thankful that the Lord had some people minister to me in my injuries. And the Samaritan came along. He doesn't wasn't even know, supposed to be wasn't there. supposed to be there. He was an outsider. He was an outcast, considered unclean. But he shoved the heart of God. He saw the man's condition. And that's what I really see that you ladies are doing. And y'all are a good, your ministry is a good model to go up, to spread. I mean, it should go across the, the world, your model. Uh, the way that you're getting everyone connected, the way that you're dealing with the whole man. The whole man. You know, the outside and the inside all the needs the the samaritans saw the man's condition don't we want god to see our condition don't we want him to to have mercy on us and see our weakness to see even our sin because he'll set us free mm -hmm. to to see our brokenness to see where we're missing the mark so that he can help us to to see where we're going hungry you know to see the little the little single mom that doesn't have food to put on yeah. the table shoes to put on her kids feet or school supplies to send them with you know or the man maybe he's lost everything maybe he is you know an alcoholic maybe he's had several divorces maybe he's on the street and he feels so unworthy so unlovable that he needs to know there's a god who has mercy and the way he's most often going to know is if a person steps out and does what y'all do and help them to get gas to go to work, help them to get a job, uh, help them to, by paying the first month's rent, you know, help them by uh, getting them some school supplies, help them to get healed up from being in sexual, sexual human trafficking or just sexual abuse or, or maybe just violence or maybe they're an alcoholic and maybe they're self-medicating. All these things. Don't we want somebody to see our condition yes. of our heart? We, we do. Um, it's God's heart. It's God's heart. It truly is. And this Samaritan gave him first aid. Yeah. He did the simple thing. Mm -hmm. He did the simple thing. Sometimes I know I've been guilty of it too. I want to, you know, do the, well, you know, renounce this, <laughs> cut this off, you know, be saved. And then they're going, I'm bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bleeding right now. You know, if you want me to continue living, you need to take care Man, of them. right where they are. First aid, mm -hmm. right where I need. Stop yes. the bleeding. Mm -hmm. Stop for the one, like Heidi Baker said. Yes. Stop for the one, stop the bleeding. And so... He lifted him, he bandaged his wounds, disinfected them, he cleaned him up, and he lifted him onto his donkey. It's like giving him in your car. Yeah. And took him to an inn, paid for it, paid for the hotel room. I love it. And then paid for his continued care while he was gone. That's what y'all are doing. Take good care of him, he said. Yes. If it costs any more, put it on my bill. I'll pay you on my way back. I love that. This man is, it, when you start digging in your pocket, now you're, you're really getting into the heart of God to help somebody. And so he said, what do you think? Which one was his neighbor? He says, the one that treated him right. The one who showed him mercy. And ladies, I, I just, 
want to uh, say praise God for what y'all are doing. And I pray a blessing on y'all that it would uh, increase, that there would be much fruit that God would give you in the name of Jesus, the help, the resources, the people, the skills and the talents, everything you need uh, you. to continue this vision. And I pray that there'd be much fruit for the kingdom because the Bible says, herein is my father glorified that I bear much fruit. You know, and it, I think on the message it says, I've glorified you on earth by finishing to the last detail what you've assigned me to do. Down Amen. to the last detail, detail what you've assigned me to do. And that's my prayer for me. That's my prayer for y'all. And that's my prayer for those that are watching and listening. And um, I don't know, ladies, y'all happen to have a, a, a testimony or a story, a personal story of maybe one of the people that y'all have helped that, y'all, that comes to your mind? Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> I can say her real name now. It's Carla. Because the man that ad- abducted her is has been captured, but she was stolen. She was a wife and a mother, and she was stolen, and she was made to have sex with many men. She was taken around the U.S., and the man that abducted her was Texas' top ten most wanted, and I befriended her through victim services and Amanda Calderon, who's here in Kerr County, and I befriended her and we all got together and she asked me to help Carla and Carla's story is so amazing because when I first met her she wouldn't look at me in the eye she would shake profusely and she couldn't she didn't leave her home she wouldn't have a job this was a year after she was abducted and brought back because she was gone for two months and she shook so bad and her children had no life outside the home because she couldn't leave so they went to school but that was it the husband worked he came home and but they never they had no life and so I asked her to go to a seminar one time that we had over at Blue Sage and she came and she said that that day that the Lord started just through the love of Mercy Gate we just showed her love we bought her children some clothes took her to the seminar we loved on her healing inner healing becky bowen did inner healing with her and we walked alongside her and we helped her where she was so we gave them they needed a new home so we got them first month's rent and uh, deposit and just meeting their immediate needs what happened is the family today is in church raising their hands praising the lord she is a testimony she will be on stage soon telling the love of god and what he's done for her life and she is an absolute miracle and the thing that the lord has done for her is given her a new identity which is exactly what he does he showed her i know you've been through this and I hated you going through this, but my blood is over all of it. And here you are today. And let's go forward and let's do this. And she is amazing. She is beautiful. She, her heart, I love her so much. And we are friends. We're not just, she's not just a Mercy Gate friend because they're all our family. We bring them into our life. We do life with them. We don't just give them money and say, here, go do life. We, they're a part of us. And that's one of the things that the Lord, these people need families. Mm-hmm. They need families. And so we're their family. And so she is one of our, our shining stars because mm-hmm. she has a job today. She has a car. Her children are in front. They're at front row at church, in front of everyone, lifting their little hands. And her husband is happy. They have a good life. And she was abducted and mm-hmm. she was sold. Mm-hmm. And, but today you wouldn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wow. she's one of our, our shining stars. God, I love that. Praise God forever. And God wants to do that for anyone Everyone. that's been through that. You know, yes. it's not a, he's not a respecter of persons. No. You know, what do you do for one, he'll do for another. 
And so whoever may be listening or watching, I just, uh, again, just admonish you to just cry out to the Lord and just reach out to him. And, uh, you know, I don't know. We just need y'all's, y'all's model of ministry, how you're bringing all the, one, all the different uh, ministries that help people like this together and what y'all are doing. We just need that all over the nation. Oh, my goodness. And I know that, you know, whatever town you may be in, whatever city, uh, that there are resources and uh, that, that you can receive because there's God has people planted all over. And just, just make yourself available to that. But the first thing is just cry out to the Lord and ask yes. him to heal your heart, to, to change your life, and to, to set you free because he will do that. And, you know, you, even after you receive the Lord, uh, I know some people still stay in a victim thinking. Yes. You know, they still say, stay in a victim mentality. And that was one thing that the Lord really showed me. You've got you've to break that off. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am. You're treasured. Mm-hmm. You're powerful. And I'd go around saying, I'm more than a conquer in Christ. Amen. Jesus. Great <laughs> is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You know, yes. God's not given me a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mm-hmm. mind. I, I can do all things through Christ. You know, I would just go around saying those things. I have yeah. the mind of Christ. And it began to happen. Yes. You know, and uh, it's still happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an ongoing process. But you can then stand up. You can face those fears. You don't have to live fearful. You don't have to live like um, Carla, you know, scared. And, you know, she, she had to be set free. She had yes. to be ministered to. Yes. Because God does not want you backed up in a corner. No. Like a caged animal. No. He doesn't want you that's paralyzed with fear. And that's what he will do. Fear is opposite of faith. And, you know, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he comes to bring fear. Fear is not from God. And the Lord told me this here while back. He said, um, you know, every good and perfect gift comes from me, the Father of lights. So he said, if it doesn't come from me, you don't have to receive it. Amen. If that package is not from me that comes to your door, you don't have to receive it. You don't have to open it up and partake of it. I'm like, that's right. And fear is definitely not from you. And so, you know, brokenness, you know, just being broken and, and stuck. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage people, you don't, this, listen, this is your day to get up, to move forward, yes. to not be stuck, to not just give up. Because, listen, there's always, God always has a way. Yes. He always has a ram in the bush. He always has a way. And a friend of mine says, a ram in the bush, not a man in the bush. You know, it's, <laughs> God may use men and women, but it's God, right? God provides the ram. And so you can move forward. Listen, you can, your life can turn around. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible to him that believes. He is still a God of miracles, signs, and wonders that heals, delivers, sets free, breaks off all that junk off yes. you, provides for you, makes a way where there seemed to be no way. He's still the same God that part of the Red Sea and the children of Israel went through on dry ground. And then the enemy chasing them, the chariots and the horses and Pharaoh, guess what happened to them? <laughs> They drowned, and the wheels even (laughs) fell off of their chariots. I mean, God will cause the wheels to fall off of the enemy's bus when he's chasing you. Just turn to God and run to him. And I just, in the name of Jesus, I bind up and take authority over a spirit of fear. Yes. That would paralyze you. I break that spirit of fear off of you. I break it off in the name of Jesus. And I declare God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power. I release the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound, calm, well-balanced, disciplined, self-controlled mind to you in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus those things that have held you captive 
are broken off you in the name of Jesus. I declare that that depression right now is broken off of you in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that you'd pour in the, pour in the oil and the wine of your spirit to heal the broken places and to fill up the empty places, Father God. And if there's some watching that feels so lonely and so depressed and so abandoned, I just break off that spirit of abandonment off of you in the name of Jesus. You are accepted in the beloved. You are adopted into the family of God. You are adopted by God himself. And you have all the rights. There's no stepchildren mm-hmm. in God. There's no second-rate citizens in the kingdom of heaven. You are first-rate. You're acceptable because of the blood of the Lamb. You are acceptable. You are wanted. You are priceless. You're a treasure. You have great worth and great value. No matter what has happened. What has happened to you is not who you are. You have to separate what has happened to you. And even the things you have done, you have to separate it. Let the Spirit of God, the blood of Jesus, and the, 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 the Word of God, which is like a, uh, a sword, let it be separated from you. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And it divides the sun between the spirit and the soul. And it is discerned of the thoughts, intents, and purpose of the heart. So you let, right now, in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. you let the sword of God's Word separate from you all those things. All those things that happen to you, the way you think about yourself that is not in alignment and agreement with who God made you to be, your God-given destiny and identity. You are not what has happened to you. You are not what you have done. You are who God created you to be in the name of Jesus. Yes. Now get in agreement with it. Amen. Now if I, if I, there's, it's so easy to take what has happened to us and make it our identity. That's not what God wants for you. He's got better for you. I'm here to tell you a living testimony. You do not have to believe that about yourself and then act that way and live that way. You know, I, I, do I do everything perfect? No, I wish I did. But listen, I tell you what, God has so changed my life and he's still doing it. You know, I haven't arrived. None of us have arrived. We're just, no. we're just walking in that identity. We're walking in, in, walking in line and in step with the Holy Spirit. That's what we're commanded to do. So you can do that. You can do that today. Listen, get some hope. Get up. Get yes. some. Get some hope, and get your expectation, and your faith up in the name of Jesus. I just break off that doubt. Yes. I break off that doubt off of you in the name of Jesus. I break off that condemnation off of you in the name of Jesus. I break off that shame and that guilt. You were not created to carry that. Jesus Christ carried all of that to the cross. He became sin who knew no sin that you and I can be reconciled, made right with God. He took all that identity on. He took all of that and, and was nailed to the cross. Listen, he was nailed to the cross for you. Yes. So that you don't have to care that he paid the price for that to be severed, removed forever off of you. And in the name of Jesus, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. I declare that you come on, get up, begin to believe again, begin to dream again, and begin to uh, look forward. Don't stop looking backwards. Look forward. Look forward in the name of Jesus. You know, I heard this definition that true success is um, walking in your God-given talents and abilities to fulfill your God-given destiny. Amen. And I believe that's what you girls are doing. So I just want to turn it back over to y'all for a minute and have you share again about your event, how to get a hold of you, uh, and just uh, just go for it and share. We have uh, a few minutes left. Okay. So we are having a concert, a fundraiser, at the Callow Theater Sunday, February the 25th at 7 p.m. You can get tickets at Callow Theater, 
forward slash tickets. Ticket prices are between $20 and $75. And there's also a meet and greet that is an additional $50. You can also sponsor a child. And um, that would give, we were looking for 40 sponsors for the men and women, I'm sorry, for the women and children at Medina's Children's Home. And those ticket prices would be $25 for each person. And um, you can sponsor as many, one or as many as you would like. Uh, we're also giving away tickets for those less fortunate. So um, we do need sponsors. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And it's uh, uh, Colton Dixon and Hawk Nelson. Okay. And they are all over K-Love, all over all the Christian radios. Uh, Colton Dixon was number seven on... He was number seven on season 11 on American Idol, and Hawk Nelson is Grammy Award winning. They've been around for since 2004, so okay. they're amazing. It will not just be a concert. I believe that the spirit of the living God will be there and that hearts will be transformed that night, and that is what we have prayed for, that it is not just a fundraiser. Anything that Mercy Gate has their hands on, we believe that the Lord is in it 100% and that lives will be changed that night. Amen. So. I'm in agreement with you. Now, to get a hold of your website and your phone number? Website is www.mercygateministries.com. Okay. And the phone number is 830. I would like people to call um, the cell phone. That is the easiest way to get in touch with us immediately. Um, And that is 830-377-2688. All right. Awesome. Well, we're just believing that's going to be an awesome day and an awesome night of ministry there and and that it's going to be a blessing to your ministry financially. Amen. Because we you know, receive it. It'll be blessings all the way around. Yes. Right? That's so our whoever heart. Goes, whoever buys a ticket's going to be blessed. Yes. And it will help bless y'all. That is our and heart. Help with the ministry. You know, I, I say this on my TV programs and stuff is that, you know, we are all called to preach the gospel in one way that our life is yes. a pulpit. And maybe you're not called to get up in front of people and preach like I do. Maybe someone isn't. But if you give to it, Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are preaching, preaching with them. Yeah. Yes. You are preaching. You And I believe with all of my heart, you get the same reward. Yes. I believe every soul that comes into our, that through our TV program, radio show, whatever, you know, we've had well over 4,000 people call our prayer line. Lots of salvations. So, praise God praise forever. Praise God. Awesome? I love that. And uh, people come in, they're calling in that are uh, addicted and, and just all kinds mm-hmm. of things, you know, going to... Uh, their life is upside down. Their marriage is, is in trouble. And their kids have gone into drugs or alcohol. So many things. And the number one request we get, though, by the way, is healing for healing. Number healing. one, mm-hmm. above all, mm-hmm. for healing. Mm-hmm. And uh, But they call, and we get to pray for them. And so every dollar that's given to our ministry, they're a part of that. Because awesome. we have to pay yes. for that. Yes. You know? Yes. We have to pay for the airtime. I mean, the gospel is free, but it is mm-hmm. preaching it is not. No, you're right. <laughs> so, by the way, <laughs> if you would like to give to our ministry, too, you can go to luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. And we're 501c3, as yes, uh, we are. Mercy Gate Ministries is as well. And uh, we will send you a tax-deductible gift. And uh, there we are bearing fruit. Praise God forever. You know, I don't believe in doing something that's not bearing fruit. And so, but this is bearing fruit and lives are being changed. And so for, Mer- and through Mercy Gate Ministries, as well as ours. And uh, we just want to say thank you to everyone that has given and will give. Yes. And uh, Lord, I just pray if anyone is supposed to give that Father God, you would speak mm-hmm. to them today. Yes, and Father, you're not a high pressure God that twists their arm. You, but Father, just speak to them in the still small voice mm-hmm. and cause them, Father God, to know what they're to do. And I pray, Father God, for a blessing and a reward and minister to them in every way they need it. In Jesus' name, amen. 
So, hey, guys, I just want to remind you again that uh, we will be ministering up at the cross at the Coming Kings Culture Prayer Garden on March 31st, beginning at 11 to 4. Uh, every hour there will be different musical uh, uh, praise teams and speakers. And uh, at 1 o'clock, our, uh, I'm going to lead worship with my band across generations, and then I'm going to be sharing a word. And then uh, we're going to turn some powerful anointed children's church. I mean, I, don't be thinking, oh, they're just going to do a little puppet show. No. These kids, <laughs> wow, they are being taught it. to experience I God and then to take him out. So they will lay hands on the sick. They will uh, have praise and worship. And it's not a little Jesus loves me, which thank God for that song. But I mean, they get into worship. So you need to come. And they're going to be at 2 o'clock on March 31st. And it's 520 Benson Drive, Kerrville, Texas, the Coming King Sculptural Prayer Garden. You can go actually to the coming, the www.thecomingkingfoundation.org and get all kinds of information. But anyway, we're going to get to be a part of that. Praise God. Uh, I invite you to go to our website, lueda.org, and you can um, put in a prayer request there. You can donate. Uh, you can see what else we're doing. And you can also avail yourself of the free resources, lots of preaching, lots of teaching from the radio, from the TV programs, which are two different things, by the way. And uh, some people think it's the same thing going on the TV, and it's not. And, uh, and then there are some things at our store I want to invite you to go, and I um, really would love for you to get God's Open Door TV Series 2018, God's Open Door. I believe it will bless you. Hey, we'll catch you next week.